Hey guys, welcome to Creativity Level Zero. I'm Jim. And I'm Steve. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, Steve, did we ever did we ever come up with a name for our listeners? Uh, the Zeros, I think the is zeros. what it was. <laughs> welcome Zeros. We'll turn you from heroes to zeros. That's right, that's right. I think that's where we were going with it yeah so i know last week we kind of jumped right into it and this week we do have a bunch of stuff to, to do too it'll probably take some time another interactive uh you know show today but i think we'll have an, a little bit of time if you want to give a quick you know update on your your week you know what's going on with you oh well, i don't know we're still doing that um yeah, might as well you love it <laughs> <laughs> uh this week i had actually traveled out oh, of did the you? Out of the country, yes. Mm. So I went to Canada for the weekend, went to Montreal. Back to the motherland. Back to the motherland, that's right, that's right. I was extremely worried because there were so many rules and regulations to going into Canada since okay. they just opened that I was just afraid it was going to be awful at the border. Okay, wait, let, yeah, me, let me prepare for the story here. Okay. What is happening? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't cover my nose. I'm masking up for this this story. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. I'm always happy. Um, yeah. So before you had to go, you had to first um, have your proof of vaccine. Okay. Obviously a passport. You had to get their app called ArriveCan. You had to fill out their form, which was ex really extensive um that included everything you can think of um that they can possibly ask you at the border and then you had to get a covid test beforehand three days beforehand and you needed a 14-day quarantine plan in case you have to quarantine in canada and this is all even though you had the vaccine card yes so this is an addition so it's not just show up there with your vaccine card you needed to do all of this before going into canada oh wow yeah yeah but Luckily, we prepared well enough that we got to the border. We had everything for the guy, and it only took five minutes at the border. It was really quick and easy, and we were in Canada. Yeah. Wow. And every single restaurant or hotel or anything asked us for our vaccines and passports. No So way. we had to constantly carry around those cards. You got to somehow photocopy that vaccine card or something. Oh, isn't there a digital one now? You can just yeah, you can get um at least in New Jersey. Let me see if Doesn't I can. Doesn't CVS have an app or something? Um it is called Docket. Okay. Docket will have your vaccine information. All you have to do is like put in your um your information and it automatically like looks up in the database and it'll give you everything about your vaccine when you got it, who'd you get it from, what type of vaccine did you get? So exactly on your phone. But yeah, I've had, I've taken pictures of my vaccine card. I've had it emailed to myself. I've had a login with CVS where I got it from that shows it. So I have a lot of backups for that vaccine card. So I'm not worried about losing it. Yeah. Okay, cool. And right now it's laminated. <laughs> Wait, are you supposed to laminate it? No, no, no. It's in like a little plastic carrier. Okay. Yeah, I think they said like they're going to write your uh, booster shot even <laughs> below it. But the guy who wrote mine, 
it was as if the guy was like a righty and he wrote it with his left hand. It, you can't even read it. Oh, he must have been a pure doctor right there. Oh, yeah, pure doctor. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what always happens when the doc. It, it's so funny when they give you prescriptions and you go to the pharmacy and you're like, you know what? I can do this myself. Let me just. Nah, I can't. <laughs> do that at all. Let me just hand this to the pharmacist. Yeah. And somehow they're like, no. It's like, oh, it's this and this, fifty milligrams. I was like, that. Where did you even see fifty milligrams in there? I don't even see. I thought that was so. So I was. <laughs> I was wondering if there's some sort of like secret language that the doctors, pharmacists have. There must be. It must be. Yeah, some pig Latin. Yeah. You okay there? Are you swiping at ghost? There's a there's a gnat somewhere in here, just like zipping around me. You know, like it's got nothing better to do. Do you just have food lying around in your house? Yeah, downstairs. <laughs> it must have followed me up upstairs. <laughs> Those those bananas you keep in your pocket. Oh yeah, that's true. So what did you guys do in uh? <laughs> what did you? Any as, as a warning to our listeners, any abrupt clapping is me trying to kill a gnat. <laughs> or Jim just randomly developed Tourette's. Either way. <laughs> so what did you guys do in Canada? Uh, yeah, we just traveled. We went to some bars and restaurants. Um, yeah, visited all the classic places. Uh, the Olympic Stadium we went to, the Botanical Gardens, Old Montreal. We rode the Ferris wheel there. You know, we went to the top of Mount Royal. We yeah. ate at some very famous uh, restaurants like uh, Schwartz, which makes smoked meat. And, um, you know, they've been around since 1928. Wow, it's almost a hundred years. Almost a hundred years, yeah. So, is smoked meat big up there? Oh yeah, you can find it everywhere. Not only can you find poutine everywhere in every restaurant, no matter what type of restaurant you go to, but most of the time you'll find smoked meat too. Yeah. I mean, you gotta say those are both good meals. Good steaks. They are. Yeah. And that, that's why the best you can do is put them together and make a smoking poutine. <laughs> is that a thing? Yes. <laughs> I would it's, order it's that. Smoked meat on top. So it's oh. like poutine deluxe. Yeah, yeah. I actually had that at Schwartz when I we went there to eat at Schwartz. I had they made a their their smoked meat on top of a poutine. Ooh. So, so yeah. is it is it more like um, their smoked meats? It's also a little dried, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I like that. It's not, as, it's not as salty as like the pastrami's or corn, yeah, corn beef. It's it's like its own. Yeah, it's like those it's own type of 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 meat. You can't really find it anywhere else other than than much than Montreal, I think. So. Yeah, I mean, I think I'd I'd imagine it being similar to the uh, the quote unquote hams they do in Europe, where they smoke the hams. They're not. They're all different, but you know, I'm guessing that's what it was. It was pork, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's 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 very much akin to pastrami or or uh, corned beef. Oh, so it's juicy. It's not dry. Yeah, yeah, it's juicy. Oh, yeah. that's different then. I was thinking dry, like yeah. No, 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 not smoked as in like jerky. Yeah. No, it's it's yeah. It's just it's like you take pastrami or or corned beef and you smoke it. Oh. And it gives like a. So I mean, it's not as it's not as moist as as. Yeah. Uh, as pastrami or, or corned beef, but it's also not as salty, and it tastes 
it tastes great yeah i love corned beef i make it a lot so yeah so i didn't know you make it why don't you ever make it for me i love corned beef listen to this guy how many episodes have we gone through (laughs) listeners where this guy says he makes this like famous dish for himself he like treats himself every once in a while to this like extravagant meal and you know what I you know what I get when he when I come there he gives me like fried eggs or like chicken nuggets. Those are so. good. <laughs> it's funny you say you that. You don't ever get the the corned beef. You know, Ra- very rarely does he make me vodka sauce. You know, that's true. I tell you. It's pretty rare. Yeah. Then again, I never made my sauce either. Yeah, you never make me anything either. The uh, it's three hours to make mine. Yeah, mine doesn't do that. It should actually. My, I think my dad's corned beef takes all day. Oh, the oh corned beef. Yeah, that takes yeah. almost four hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. not like hard. I literally just clean it, like brine it for a little bit to take the to take the salt out because, like you said, it's super salty. I just put it in water and like let let the salt get out of it, and then I boil it for like almost four hours, and then that's it. Cut it and eat it. It's not a, yeah, not, not hard. Yeah. Plus you already buy it already. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in the supermarket, they got it. Yeah, I, I, I get it a lot, but only when it's on sale because it's crazy expensive. It's not on sale. It's like steak. Yeah. 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 And there's also two types of corned beef, which I didn't know. Two cuts of corned beef. Oh, I didn't know that. I've never tried to myself. So well, you got. I, I can't remember now which cut you got to do, but just Google it when you get there. One of the cuts is like the fat is on top of the meat, and the other cut is like the fat is like in the meat and you need that one because if you get the fat on top of the meat then it's like really dry it's like tough no matter how you cook it right the fat in the meat's delicious right right yeah you need that you need that to give some juiciness mm-hmm. oh yeah so on my way up and i was passing the border i forgot to mention this the i had my mask off because i was like oh maybe i won't put my mask on while i'm talking to the tsa because he needs to see my face and i get up and the guy's like Sir, can you put on your? Can you and everyone else put their masks on? He's like, oh, okay. I thought you wanted to see our face. Like, I've seen it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> the TSA guy said that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I come back to the U.S. and uh, I had had my mask on, and the TSA agent there was like, "I need you all to remove your masks. You don't even need to give me your vaccine card. Just give me your passports." And <laughs> that's it. And then we were in the U.S. Yeah. <laughs> People wonder why we have a problem here. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I've seen this thing going around the internet recently on COVID. That's kind of bad misinformation. Um, but it was about like, you know how when you get viruses, they kind of, they mutate whenever there's a chance whenever somebody gets infected. Right. And there's well, any time, uh, any sort of organism um, replicates. Yeah, I'm listening. Whenever any sort of organism replicates, there's a chance for mutation. And whether that mutation holds or doesn't, um, it's just random. So Right, it's random. Yeah. Uh, but there's this thing going around the internet of that. Oh my God. It was like right in my field of view. I haven't seen it at all. Maybe it's, it's too small. It's it's tiny. Um, I just see it back in the air. We'll have <laughs> to clip that. <laughs> um 
yeah, there's this thing going on the internet that breakthrough cases, which is that which is when vaccinated people still contract symptoms for COVID. Right. Um, there's a there's a there's a theory online that that is causing more mutations, which is getting more people sick. And I believe that it is, like you said, just random, like no matter what. Um, but I don't know if that's actually true or not. But my point being, that's been going around. And so what people have been saying is, well, might as well not get vaccinated then because that's the problem now. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yes, I think there's a chance that the virus can mutate in vaccinated people. Um, just because as long as the virus is able to replicate itself, yeah, yeah. Um, it has a chance to mutate. And it can replicate itself in people that are vaccinated. Now, the rate of replication in someone that is vaccinated versus unvaccinated is drastically different. An unvaccinated oh, yeah. person obviously is going to have a higher infection rate than a vaccinated person. And so the chance of replication and mutation in an unvaccinated person is much higher, which is why we have so many variants so quickly. Exactly. <laughs> so um, I don't know if we want to talk too much about COVID. Uh, we always, we just always have to, th we just, you know, we always talk about it. I feel because it's just going to be a genealogy of COVID. Our... <laughs> yes, yeah, so I did listen back in the future and just hear our entire recount. So I did know. listen to an older episode recently. Maybe it was in the episode 20s or something. And you said that you saw an article online that said COVID will die down in 2022. And this episode we put out in 2020. And back right. then, I was like, 2022, that's two years away. And now we're, we're almost there. And it's yes, literally all, just as bad. Couple, yeah, we only have three months left of 2021. <laughs> crazy you're right so it's like the history books of covid yes um i wanted to mention one thing that i wasn't going to talk about my week too much but i did want to mention one thing that's funny that what you said it's funnier I never, than what i said no it's funny that you said oh, okay. that i never cook for you this week i ordered the blue apron and cooked <laughs> so it's just ironic that you said I never cook this is the we one had a whole episode about you hated this blue apron and it was good Direct or whatever it was, I don't remember. What oh, it was. I got um Hello Fresh. Oh, Hello Fresh. Yeah, that one yeah. wasn't as good. Blue Apron was better. Blue Apron's better. Yeah, I just don't understand why people go and get these Blue Aprons or Hello Fresh when the ingredients they give you are so basic. Like, here's a bunch of vegetables. Here's some meat. True. You know? Some of them are. I I'll give you a recipe on how to cook it. Okay. You can just find any recipe on Pinterest and just go get meat and vegetables, and it's going to be cheaper That's true. than Blue Apron or HelloFresh. Yeah, I think I think the a lot of the gimmicks that they do is they use like goat cheese or like some sort of a spice that you wouldn't normally have, but it's like replaceable for whatever other like yogurt or milk or whatever heavy cream, whatever you have, you know. I could find goat cheese and most spices. Oh, in my, most my my point being is like you don't want to spend seven dollars buying a thing of goat cheese. You could spend seven dollars to get the whole meal, and so like they have all these yeah, little these blue aprons. How many? How much? How many portions does it make? It's two. It's about seven dollars, but it's about seven dollars. 
Okay. So, so it's not cheap because it's seven dollars. Oh no. Maybe it's six dollars a person. So it's like two meals, but each meal is like six dollars. It's almost like eating out. It's almost okay. that expensive. It's a little bit cheaper than eating out. Um, so they give you so it's twelve dollars per package. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah. Twelve dollars. Oh, that's expensive. Twelve dollars per package. Yeah, and two, yeah, two meals. Yeah, so it's like six dollars a meal. Yeah. Yeah, and you, you still have to cook it. Yeah, you can get like uh, you know. You you can cook yourself for the week that entire meal. You could, you could. And, yeah. Well, the ones yeah. that are the the veggie dishes are definitely not a good deal because the veggies they like. I will I will admit some of the veggies they give you are kind of things that you can't go shopping for. Like um, there's different types of squashes and stuff that just aren't in my supermarket. I get it, but you could probably just replace it with whatever you got. Just use a squash. They pretty much all taste the same. Yeah. <laughs> so I did that this week. But let's let's get into this week's topic because we're I can't believe we're already already twenty minutes in here, and oh, no, good. yeah, it yeah. goes by quick. And so this week, so last week we did, uh, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Right. And it got me to thinking that Jim was, you know, probably as smart as a fifth grader. Yeah, I think yeah. I was. He a did fifth pretty grader. well. He did pretty well. Yeah. yeah. Good thing they didn't have sixth grade there though. <laughs> he was starting to struggle with, yeah. i was starting to struggle so um it got me to thinking though i wanted to make my own are you smarter than a fifth grader for oh, you God. this is gonna be worse. <laughs> it's gonna be so much worse at least i googled these and i chose ones that were not that hard and jim's like Steve tried to ridicule me. <laughs> no, this is. Hold on a second. Like, you up with my own hard questions. <laughs> no, this <laughs> is. You're, you're taking it out of. You didn't let me finish. You're taking it out of context here. <laughs> I wanted them to be interesting. The ones that, oh the God. ones that you did, like we don't care about anymore, like history, geography, math. People don't want these things anymore. Those are things of the young. You should probably be still using your elementary math to this day. <laughs> they practically tell so me how much. I would say may not be important is things like, you know, calculus or, you know, maybe even algebra. Did you hear the I kind of questions? We use algebra pretty frequently. The kind know? of questions they were asking is like, you got two dimes, a quarter and a nickel. How much money do you have? Like, come on now. Yeah, look how look. Yeah, you reach into your pocket, you just pull out a bunch of random cash. You're like, let me see how much I have here. You what know. am I poor? I'm paying in coins. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> gets a, a fancy corporate credit card like Jim. Paying in coins. Yeah, give me an American Express. You should have, as a side note, you should have seen when I was in uh, living in Philly. Um, that's when I literally switched away from coins <laughs> and. I got some coins. I forget how. Was it like Auntie Anne's or something? And I bought like a pretzel during between class or whatever. And I had like a few. I had like 20 cents left. I took the money and I threw it in the garbage. And my, look at your face. My, my classmate was like, why wouldn't you throw that on the ground? And I was like, that's littering. And they were like, so you throw it in the garbage? You literally <laughs> removed that money from the economy. I gave everybody else a fraction of more money then. That's right. Well, no. 
You took money away from the economy. You depreciated the money. <laughs> no, printing more depreciates. Getting rid of appreciates. But anyway, um, yeah, they, they thought I was crazy. But then I was like, no, I'm just not going to do coins. And that was when Auntie Anne's, they, they didn't ex- never heard of anyone throwing their money in the trash. I've just never. It was like 20 cents. You're just like, eh, it's a trash. <laughs> the funniest part was this is when I was like going to school, working, and living in Philly. So I had no money. I was like living like in the box. <laughs> Kept the jar in your house of all the change. Eventually, it would have added up to something substantial. So that's but no, you threw it in the trash along with your Burger King wrapper. <laughs> so it's sad that you say that because that's what I ended up doing. I, many people told me to do that, so I kept a bag, like a Ziploc bag. I would put all my loose change in, and then I went to the supermarket or the Home Depot or whatever. I went to a store to like get a change and it was like whatever, 30 bucks or 50 bucks, whatever it was. Right. And then that coupon I kept in my pants and then I washed my pants and then the coupon got destroyed. (laughs) I don't understand. Why didn't you just go and exchange the coupon right away? I didn't know. It was the coupon was like as good as money. You know, it's like as at the at at the supermarket. It's like you know you can use it or whatever. Ah, uh, we're getting too far off tangent here. But I, point being is, I wanted to do money in the trash. It was twenty cents. Oh my! It might it might have been less than twenty cents because I definitely would throw away pennies, like for sure. We're losing money with these pennies. You got to teach them a lesson. <laughs> All right. I just wish I could be a fly on the wall <laughs> because there's definitely Jim was definitely hovering over the trash can, like deciding whether he should do this and like looking down and probably looking around him because he knows it would judge him to I just know. like toss the money in the garbage. Oh, it was so bad. Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway. Back to the smarter you are you smarter than a fifth grader? I wanted them to be relevant. A fifth grader would not throw away cash. <laughs> they might not even know how much money that was worth. <laughs> so the questions I wanted them to be more relevant and more fun. Okay. okay. And there's nothing more fun than food questions. Of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. So you have so I have prepared for you. Are you smart? Like general knowledge, giving the focuses on food. <laughs> There's only a few things important in life, Steve, and we know food is one of them. So now I, I have. Ravenclaw. <laughs> I have prepared for you. He's definitely the Hufflepuff. Team Potato over here. <laughs> Team Potato. <laughs> so I have prepared for you easy, medium, and hard. Ten questions each. Oh, like me. Right. But there's a bonus. Do I get bonus food? Fourth category, which okay. I've grouped fast food only questions. Oh. So I wasn't okay. sure if you wanted to do all of those because those are obviously fun. Or should we stick to the standard ones and see how you do before we get you to the bonus? I don't know. Let's just let's just let's just go right into it. I have all no right. Idea let's go. So to our listeners out there, there'll be ten questions each. Are uh, multiple choice? No, they're fill in the blank. Fill in the blank. Why was mine multiple choice? No. Then? Some were. 
I will let you guys know this is going to be called gym scoring. So oh. 10 points for easy, 20 points for medium, and 30 points for hard. Okay. You're going to keep track? We'll keep track. All right. Okay. Okay. We're going to start with the easy ones, guys. Here we go. And you get you get two lifelines. What are my lifelines? You get text a friend. Text a friend. You text okay. a friend and you get ask Jim. And you never oh, know yeah. what to ask Jim. It could be hit or miss. Oh, you know the answer. Huh? Well, that... You got to know if you got to believe me or not. Oh, that helped me if I've got to believe you and it's not multiple choice. <laughs> don't, don't, question, don't question the game here. All right, here we go. Question number one. And our listeners out there, here we go. Ten points. Easy question. Number one. What is the name for a snack made from marshmallows, graham crackers, and chocolate? S'mores. S'mores. That is correct. S'mores are traditionally a treat enjoyed by campers. That's right. All right. One for one here. Easy. Easy. You know, my parents had s'mores for the first time. What? This past vacation that they did in Lake George, they said they hated it and they threw it out. Do they still have their Canadian passport? Let's send them back. Send them back. <laughs> you don't deport them. <laughs> you don't like s'mores? Do you know? Yeah, they didn't like it. Didn't My like family it. loves s'mores so much. Sweet. Yeah. My sister bought the new marshmallows that come with chocolate in them. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, and all you do is you roast it and then you put it on the marshmallow. Oh, you put it on the graham so cracker. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Wow. Wow. Okay. Number two. Sauerkraut is composed of which vegetable? I think it's cabbage. Is that your final answer? Yes. That is correct. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Sauerkraut, popularly served on hot dogs. Okay. What food is hummus made from? Uh, chickpeas. Chickpeas is correct. Three for three. We have 30 points now. I hope our listeners here are keeping track of their score too. There we go. If you beat Steve. You're I'm actually surprised how quick I'm getting these because I have very low expectations of this. I mean, I, pick, I picked good the, ones. I can't remember stuff, you know. I picked ones I thought you would know. Even the hard oh. ones, like, they're guessable. They're guessable. Yeah. Okay. All right. What are the four main ingredients in beer? Four. Okay. Uh, Water. That's one. <laughs> that's two. Uh, barley. Close. I'll give you barley as as grain, wheat grain. That's barley. Yeah. So you got grain, hops, water, yeast, and yeast. Yeah. I figured you'd get that. That's a hard one. I'm surprised that's an easy one. Well, it's easy for you, Steve. I don't know about our listeners there. That was that might have been tough for them. That's what I'm saying. That should have been a hard one, not an easy. That that shouldn't be an easy question. Don't tell the teacher which ones are hard. (laughs) <laughs> you don't even you wouldn't have known that you don't know what's in beer but you did <laughs> <laughs> just because you know i drink a lot of beer <laughs> all right number what are we on one two three four number five okay the chips that are commonly served with fish and chips are made out of which vegetable 
I guess any sort of chip is a potato. <laughs> that is correct. Yeah. But the chips in fish and chips are actually French fries and not chips. Yes. That's right. When oh, uh, chips in the UK are called crisps instead. Ooh. Yeah. Crispy chips. Crispy chips. All right. What is sushi traditionally wrapped in? I can't figure out if this is a this is a trick question. None of these are trick questions. These are straightforward. It's wrapped in two things, so that's why it's it's seaweed and then rice. Uh, I think that's a great answer. It just said seaweed, but I think seaweed and rice is a great answer. Yeah, well, it depends. It depends on the on the sushi roll. Actually, some aren't covered in rice, so maybe seaweed was the was mm -hmm. the correct. Yeah. I'll even read you a little tidbit since you like this stuff here. Edible seaweed is an algae that can be eaten and used to prepare food. Yeah. There you go. Okay, so so far Steve has got everyone so far. One, yeah. two, three. Hopefully you guys have stepped up, you know, five. with my higher than normal intelligence on food. Hey, we're on easy right now. Oh, okay, okay. All right, number seven. Which treat has become synonymous with the celebration of Halloween? Which treat? Which treat? There's just uh, candy? Uh, more specific. Specific candy? Specific candy. Hope it's not candy corn. Candy corn! <laughs> <laughs> the worst of all the candies. No <laughs> one likes candy corn. I don't know why it would be synonymous with Halloween, because Halloween's an awesome holiday. Uh... And it doesn't deserve... A treat as awful as candy corn. It is just the worst. Uh, oh, I think I actually put 11 on the easy, so you should be okay here. All right, next one. What ingredient causes bread to rise? Uh, I guess we're having uh, yeast twice in this. <laughs> that is correct. We're speeding through the easy ones, and this is good because yeah. you're going to... Yeast is a type of bacteria, people might not know, and it Ooh. needs to be fed... And like sugars and stuff like that. And that's what makes it uh, rise. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. We got two left here. Tzatziki sauce. Or, tzatziki. If, or if pronounced the way it's written. Tzatziki sauce. Oh, God. Is a Good thing. That's the first, the first one. <laughs> is a common topping on which dish? Yeah. Um. On gyros? That is correct. Gyros? That yeah. is correct. So until I came to the United States, I've had tzatziki, but never on gyros because that's – I don't know. If, I, I feel like it might be an American thing to just put them on gyros, but um, I've had them on just like souvlakis, you know, in general. Any okay. I think, that's, I think that's more right. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. Okay, last one here. For 10 out of 10, if Steve gets this one right, he's going to be a perfect score on the on the level one easies here for 100 oh, for points. God. Okay, here we go. Which condiment is traditionally served with fried seafood in the United States? Tartar sauce. Tartar sauce is correct. Which which I actually surprisingly like with I will good. I will offer our listeners and Steve a bonus fifty points here if you can tell me the two ingredients you mix together to get tartar sauce. 
This is not one of the questions, but this is this would be a great bonus. I actually don't know. You could probably answer. guess one I feel of them. Like it must be close to. Uh, I was gonna guess it's close to tzatziki, but tartar sauce. I see tzatziki's made with yogurt, but I feel like maybe tartar sauce made with mayonnaise. That's one of them. Okay, mayonnaise, mayo, and maybe it's still the same thing. Maybe it's dill. Ooh, or super close. I'll give it to you. I'm going to give this to you because dill is close to actual answer would be relish. Oh, relish. Okay. And I yeah. think, I think I'll give that. So Steve has gotten the extra credit here. Hey. So I'm going to put you down for a hundred <laughs> points and then plus the 50 here. So to our listeners out there, don't feel bad if you didn't get that last one. I know that was a tough one for the bonus. That's why it's extra credit. Not everybody needs extra credit. You guys need to see, I went to the dentist and he looked at my tongue and he said that I have, Larger than normal papillae on my tongue. And so that just means I taste better than most people. Okay. So that's why I can I can differentiate between the different ingredients in tartar sauce. I have no comment on this. <laughs> this this <laughs> level of made up nonsense, I have no comment. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to round two here to keep pace. So round two is the medium questions. Let me just check. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. All right. We got ten again here. These are going to be for 20 points each. So for 200 possible points here. Okay. Immersing a food in vinegar to prolong its lifespan is known as what? Pickling. That is correct. And that was a quick answer there. Yeah, it was an easy one. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I wish I knew how to pickle more, but I think it's I think it's a combination of uh vinegar and sugar. I think you need sugar also. Oh, okay. Some sort of a chemical reaction in there. I guess. I don't know. Okay. I guess it's to make it at least some somewhat tasty when it comes out, other than you're just eating vinegar. So (laughs) Okay. All right, number two. The or maybe that's an option preservation because, you know, sugar just never rots. So maybe oh, you just – like, yeah. With the sugar and the vinegar, you, that's it. It just preserves things. Yeah, forever. that could that makes sense actually. All right, number two. This one – these are in medium now, so they're going to get a little tougher. The original buffalo burger is made with what type of meat? What is a buffalo burger? It is a type of burger. <laughs> Well, I'm guessing this is medium. It is not made out of buffalo, but I'm gonna guess. <laughs> I'm gonna guess it must have been close to that. Maybe I'll say bison. Bison is correct for yeah. 20 points. That's right. <laughs> All right. I have heard of bison burgers. I've I've never heard of a buffalo burger. That's the old name of them. Buffalo burger. Like that's the original name, buffalo burger. Oh, like you'd okay. be like, oh, I want like like a hamburger doesn't have ham in it, you know, like it's got beef sure. in it, right? Like the yeah. buffalo burger was bison. Yeah, All right, I feel like hamburger should be a combination of beef and pork together. It would be good. Ooh, I think they sell some mixed burgers which are good. Do they? Yeah, yeah, because I know bison's really tough. I think it cooks differently. Like, yeah, they cook it differently. Yeah, maybe they maybe they can't mix those two together. Yeah. All right, number three. This is going to be a good one for Steve. 
Which American company produces Italian-influenced food products such as beefaroni and ravioli? <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's Italian? <laughs> Want me to read it again? Is it Chef Boyardee? <laughs> yes, oh. that is correct. <laughs> Let me hear that that horrible question again. Just which, so can... which American company produces Italian influenced food products? Okay. Thank God they say Italian influence because <laughs> that should never be called Italian food ever. No, okay, it's Italian influence. Influenced. Okay. Okay. Garbage. Okay, these are mediums here, guys. So if you don't, if you're not getting all these, don't worry about it. All right, next one. A hot dog is the colloquial term for what food? The colloquial the colloquial term yeah. for what food? Yeah. Well, hot dog is a sandwich. It's like so. a, like the, it's a slang. Oh my god. <laughs> We're going to get for, people... for sausage, I would say. <laughs> sausage. Is that your final answer? You're, hot, you're hot, saying hot dog is slang for sandwich. I mean, <laughs> hot dog is slang for sausage. Now, now you're making me second guess with I'm that. I'm just asking you. Yeah. I mean, it could. <laughs> there's just so many words for hot dog. You could say like, you know, frankfurter. You could say, yeah. You could just say you could just you know wiener. You could just say there's just so much out there. I'm, but they're all. Like, you know, you could you can have a like a sausage sandwich. Say, I want a hot dog. You know. Okay, so so I'll read the question again, and you give me the final answer. Okay. A hot dog is a colloquial term used for what food? This is a tough one. I'm say, the mediums. I'm just gonna say sausage. I know it's gonna be wrong because Jim Jim it made. Oh, uh, I try. I did try to help you there. You even yeah. said the right answer. Frankfurter, Frank because Frankfurter is actually a German word. Frankfurters mm. are known as hot dogs due to the suspicion of German immigrants to the United States using canine meat to make the snacks in the 20th century. Yeah. That's why we call them hot dogs. Because they were made of dog before? Well, remember, remember just recently, just in like the 80s, I think, or whatever. It's pretty recent. They finally decided to say how much pork needs to be in the hot dog to be called a hot dog. Yeah, Remember? but I thought it was just like any sort of – I don't think they would put dog in it. It was It was like the it, – it, that's why it's slang. It's like the Germans were making Frankfurters and they were like, oh, what do you got in there, dog? Like we joke about squirrel meat, you know? No, but they actually had dog. Maybe they did. It said suspicions, not that they did. <laughs> All right, I'm giving you a minus for this one. Ooh. Wow, lame. Even though I said the right answer. I tried to nonsense. save you. That's I tried. nonsense. It was, people say hot dog for, for, for sausages all the time. They I do. would like to fight this ruling. Okay. So you'd like, you'd like a I second opinion. A video assisted review, VAR over here. Okay, let me do a quick, I will, I will allow one challenge. Challenge? You is this where you want to use your challenge? Red yeah, flag challenge. Okay, I'm gonna. Okay, hot dogs are slang for Frankfurter. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> Even Google's against you on this one. I'm sorry. Okay. You lost your challenge card. If you would have won that, I would have given it back like football. You could challenge again, but no. Okay. Let's keep moving. So, guys, if you got Frank Footer, congratulations. You're a step above Steve, but remember, he got extra credit. So, make sure you're keeping track of your scores. That's right. I'm upset. still upset about that one. Well, you had the right answer. You chose not to go through gut. All right. My first instinct was sausage. Yeah. It was a good guess. All right. What is the name of the hottest pepper in the world? Currently? Yeah. You could even if if you if you're somewhat close, I'll give it to you. But this one, I I knew this one. So I was like, if I knew it, Steve knows it. And it looks like Steve potentially disconnected from us here. Maybe he didn't put an ice pack on his laptop. Let me see what's going on there. Well, for our listeners out there, just know that uh, Steve will be back momentarily. And uh, I'll keep the show going for now. So we have, let's see. We've done one, two, three, four. This is the fifth one on the mediums. And Steve has gotten three of the four so far. Looks like he disconnected and he's going to be joining back in, in shortly. We also have later today scheduled the uh, – oh, it looks like he's, 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 he's coming back. I see him coming back. Here he is. Hello. Welcome back, Steve. Hello. Just yeah. entertaining the people. That was actually just an overall internet issue. Okay. So yeah. come, going, back to, going back to yeah. it, what is the name of the hottest pepper? Uh, I believe it's the Carolina Reaper. That is correct. Yeah, although I do think that one came out that was hotter than the okay. Carolina Reaper. That's why I was like, uh, I actually don't know the answer to that one. But yeah, it was ghost pepper before that. Yeah, yeah. If, if you said ghost pepper, I would have given it to you anyway. All right. Gumbo is a stew that originated in which state? Louisiana. That is correct and super fast. Super and fast. I actually thought about that too because we did the state foods and gumbo or whatever they had on it. Maybe it wasn't called gumbo, whatever, was on that. So I remember yeah. it too. Yeah. 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 yeah love gumbo down there. Okay. Okay. Next when one. When I go in October, I'm hoping to get some authentic Ooh. Louisiana gumbo. And you like spicy food. I'd be interested to know what type of spices. Is it like Mexican spice? Is it just called like that South Cajun spice? You know, what is that? You, Me and my refined papillae will let you know what type of spice. Oh. And what we... Okay. Perfect. <laughs> so keeping with peppers here, we're, I'm going to move it a little faster because we're. I want to get to the, the fast food ones too. What is the name of the scale used to measure the spicy heat of peppers? Goldville. That is correct. Global unit. Yeah. Yeah. I know my spice. All right. Three left here for mediums. This one's a little tougher now. A food product made from rolled oats mixed with nuts and sweeteners is commonly known as what? Oh, this is the type of food I don't really know. Healthy food. Is it, is it oatmeal? You're super close and I'll give you another shot at it. You'll give me another grits. You shot the wrong way. Shot the wrong way. I don't know. The answer is granola. 
Oh, granola. Yeah. Oh, it was close to oatmeal. That's why I was like, I'll give you another shot. Yeah, I know. Okay. So I for you. It was a breakfast food. Uh, oatmeal. I didn't think it was like a. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. We've got two more to redeem yourself here. Yeah. Donuts are traditionally sold in boxes containing how many? Donuts? Donuts. Shoot. I remember it's not exactly. A baker's dozen is not 12. And I don't remember if it's 11 or 13. It's one extra or one less. And I feel like it's 13. I'm going to go with 13. Okay, so I'm going to give it to you based on the work you did on the question. You know, the, you showed your work. Uh -huh. So the technical answer for those listening was 12. If you go to the store, you get 12 donuts. But they do say in the comments here that donuts can be served as 13 in a baker's dozen. So oh, okay, you yeah. got that. Okay. Yeah. So we'll accept 12 or 13 for our listeners. These are all 20 points. Whoever gives you 12 at a bakery store, you know, you went to the, you didn't go to an actual baker. You probably went to a Dunkin' Donuts. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Now this is the last one. I think you, let's see, you've gotten two, you missed two. So right now you have seven. I feel like I should have been given those two. You know. No, you got them wrong. No, they were they were they were pretty much right. So I gave you two chances on both of them. <laughs> All right, last one for the mediums. What is the largest food and drink company in the world? The largest food and drink company in the world. They sell the most food and drink products. This is actually super difficult because if it was just a drink company, I probably would have said Coca-Cola. And I will but also mention for, they, they were on the list, but they didn't do food. So they were low on the yeah, list. They didn't do food. I'm going to say General Mills. Ooh, that's a good guess. But that is an incorrect guess. Incorrect. The answer is Nestle. Nestle makes more than General they make, Mills. They make everything. They make really? iced tea and cookies. I guess, and I guess General Mills doesn't really make too much drinks. So I guess... I guess, yeah, maybe Nestle would make more. Yeah. All right. So you got seven out of 10 here for 140 points. So to our listeners yeah. so far, Steve's score is 100 for the first round, 140 for the second round. So that's 240. And then if you guys got the bonus extra credits, another 50. That'll put you to 290. All right. Let's go to the hard questions now. These are difficult. We're going to try to get through them because I really wanted to do the bonus fast food ones because they're they're okay. like more fun. Okay. All right, one, let me just, yeah, I got 10, I think. These ones are hard. I don't even know if I have 10. They're, they were hard. I didn't get that many of them. All right. <clears throat> what is the proper title for a person who makes pizza in a pizzeria? This is the name of a pizza-making professional. The person who makes pizza has a name? <laughs> uh, a you it's a pizzalio. A pizzalio. Yeah. You said it way better than me. Yeah. All right. Pizzalio, I've, never, I've never heard of These that. These are harder. All right. What do you call a vegetarian who only consumes chicken but no other meats? How is <laughs> How are you a vegetarian and you consume chicken? Because they're, they're not vegetarians. They're this thing. So fish is a pescatarian. That's okay. right. This one but is a. 
Man, I gotta guess it's something close to that. And, like and tr a, try to break like the a, like a like a like a proletarian or something yep. like that. Yep, that's exactly right. If we were Spanish, we'd say poyotarian. Poyotarian. <laughs> that's exactly right. Ding ding ding. Thirty points. Yeah, Polo is like the the thing that the for Latin chicken. word, the Latin prefix for chicken. Yeah. So. All right. What is the main ingredient in hush puppies? Corn. That is correct. It's technically cornmeal, but I'll give you corn. Yeah. Well, All right. 30 points. <laughs> okay. We're, we're still on hard, so these are a little challenging. Okay. Guessable, but challenging. Pizzolio, uh, that's not guessable. Yeah, that wasn't really guessable, but I thought you might know it. <laughs> if you said pizza man, I probably would have said okay. No, you wouldn't have. <laughs> you, said, you said tosser. It doesn't even have pizza in the name. <laughs> it tosses the pizza. That's not yeah. the pizza maker. That's the pizza tosser. <laughs> He's part of the pizza making process. That's Who right. knows at which point in this process you were referring to the pizza man? The guy. <laughs> the guy at Domino's is like, "What do you? Where do you work? What do you do? I'm a pizzolio. Where? Pizzolio. At Domino's. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Domino's pretty much makes all like already has the pre-made pizza. I microwave I it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. All Already right. frozen, they just take it out, put stuff on, put it in the oven. Yeah. All right. Tomatoes originated from which continent? Tomatoes I... originated from which continent? Yeah. Now that's interesting. Well, I actually don't know the answer to this. You have two lifelines if you want to use them. And if you use text a friend, we'll skip this for now. Uh... Or you can do Ask Joe. I even text for that. Okay, I'll let me text a friend. Let All right, text, text a, a friend. friend. All right, testing a friend. I better okay. not get a freaking text right now. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. They're gonna be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Which continent? I'm kind of leaning towards Asia for some strange reason. You would think Europe because that's where they use the most tomatoes, but I feel like that's a cup, like not actually true. There's a reason this is on the hard section. Yeah. Okay. okay um, let's skip okay. it for now. We'll wait till you get it. All right. What was the original flavor of the filling in Twinkies? The original flavor? Uh, chocolate? Oh my god. I don't know. I don't even think I've seen a chocolate Twinkie. Have <laughs> you ever seen a chocolate Twinkie? <laughs> chocolate? I, would have guessed I can't, I I can't even give or... you partial credit. You're so wrong. <gasps> I, you know, I, I would say vanilla, but I'm pretty sure that's what they are. They think they have in the that's middle. What, that's it's, what they have right now. That's right. Like yeah. the vanilla cream. So I don't know. Well, okay. So my friend who is a history teacher <laughs> okay. said either Europe or the Americas. Not sure. Ooh. So you are now, you are now down, down to down. a 50, 50. Okay. What are you going to guess? 
And it's which was there, con- no, and it's, was and, there no tomato sauce before America? And I also want to say that this is which continent. So you need to name the continent. So not not just North, not just Americas. I got to do North America or South. America. I don't know. Is America a continent? <laughs> I think they're their own continent. All right. What do you want to go uh, with for that? Let's go. Let's go back and just say. I'll say North North America. That is incorrect. Damn. And I even knew this one, because if you remember, Columbus was one of the ones to bring back tomatoes to Europe. That was from okay. South America. Yeah. So and the so ad- he, I thought he landed in the Caribbean. Yeah, he did. But they had tomatoes in that area. But it, they're originally from South America. And it says the name itself is derived from the language of the Aztecs. So there you go. The Aztecs were in the Yucatan. South America. State. Which is part of North America. So challenge! I'm sorry you lost your challenge flag. No, what? The whole you, the whole peninsula down there is part of North America. All you right, gotta, all right, all right. Let me. I will. I will look it up. This is nonsense. Let's see. Yeah, Peru, Ecuador, Bolivia area. So that's that's like Central South America. Yeah. Well, that's not Aztec. <laughs> well, it definitely isn't North America. All right. The the Twinkies, you said chocolate. Yeah. The answer awesome. was banana cream. Banana cream. Okay. Well, glad, glad they moved away from that. Banana cream. Okay. Okay. And then we'll and then the last one here we have is flour cooked together with fat is generally called a what? A roux. That is correct. And I thought you would know that. Yeah. All right. So you got <laughs> one. You got two. Three, you got three out of six here. Okay. Okay. okay so let's we'll put three out of six here for Steve. So to our listeners out there, if you if you didn't get three out of I six, you did any better than me. Okay. I am a food master. Wow. Okay. Well, food master, we're going to the bonus round here. <laughs> so the bonus round is going to be the fast food questions. These are going to be rapid fire because we're getting close to time here and we probably got like 15 of them here all right these have no points assigned to them it's just how i feel at the end is the score i give you okay here we go like like whose line is it anyway just like that (laughs) how many herbs and spices are in kfc's recipe seven Seven? that is incorrect yeah it is is, is 11 11 that was a quick incorrect there 7-11. Practically losing points from your last round here, Steve. Okay. What is the name of Subway's previous spokesman? Jared? <laughs> that is correct. Yeah, I think he got into some trouble. I don't remember what happened to him. Yeah, yeah let's I keep know. it off this podcast. <laughs> okay. In 1997, Taco Bell launched a new advertising campaign, which was incredibly popular. Who was the star of this campaign? Oh, the the Ikero Taco Bell dog. That's right. What kind of dog was it? A Chihuahua. All right, talking Chihuahua. I wanted a Chihuahua after that. I saw that dog on the Taco Bell. Oh yeah, everyone he did. And then I met Chihuahuas in real no, life. And... You don't want them. 
All right, which fast food restaurant still uses the slogan, have it your way? Burger King? That is correct, Burger King. <laughs> which fast food franchise is credited for creating the very first modern drive-thru window? With the modern drive-thru window, maybe... Maybe McDonald's? As a negatory, that is Wendy's. Wendy's was the first one with drive-thru. Wow. Uh -huh. Didn't know that. I really thought Wendy's was more like a modern-day burger place. Me I didn't too. I didn't know they were so, yeah. But when I was looking but, it up, they were White Castle was one of the first burger joints, but they didn't have drive-thrus. Even, I even thought that was even newer. No, White Castle was one of the first. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's why that's why I want to go to White Castle all the time. It's it's um well its reputation used to be that fast food was dirty and disgusting and people didn't want it. Low quality. So White, White is evidence of But that. so what White Castle did was they painted their building white for clean. And then what they did was they they have the you know when you go to White Castle, they have the window where you can see the people cooking? Yeah. They put a window there so you can see the cooks. They wanted to show you that they were actually cooking hamburgers. And then it comes out steamed because you can't be bad if it's steamed. Well, they they <laughs> wanted they wanted steamed because they needed to cook it really fast. That's why White Castle has holes in their burgers too. Yeah. Yeah. We got to go to White Castle next time I'm over no, your place. Ever, ever, ever. I've had it once in my life. It was the most disgusting food I've ever eaten. <sighs> All right. Well, let's go to something you do like here. Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut. But where was the first Pizza Hut? Where was the first Pizza Hut? Yeah, which state had the first Pizza Hut? Which state had the first Pizza Hut? Something about Florida calls out to me. It was Kansas. Kansas. Right? No, completely wrong. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to pick ones that are funny because they're relevant to us. Okay. What were chicken nuggets called when they were first invented? Oh my god. <laughs> um, what were chicken nuggets called when they were first invented? Uh, chicken poppers. Ooh, that's a good guess. They were called chicken crispies. Chicken crispies. Oh. It's a good name. I would. Sounds like a, a cereal. Ooh, that's true too. Bad cereal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Which fast food chain has the famous slogan, eat fresh? Eat fresh is Subway, right? It's not fresh, yeah. but that's their slogan. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, guys, I heard they making a new, they have a new chicken sandwich. Oh, do we got to do Quiznos too? No, Quiznos hasn't made one. But Subway literally commercialized oh, Subway. they have a new chicken sandwich. Yeah. Okay. Which fast food chain is known to have the meats? That's Arby's. That is I've correct. never eaten there. I've always wondered about eating there, but I've never heard good things about it. So. The one near me gave me food poisoning. See? Exactly. <laughs> so I've never gone back and I've never taken you. And then it closed last year. So good. Because it gave everyone food poisoning. Yep. Which was the first fast food chain... That came to China, like from the States. It, I feel like it has to be McDonald's. 
That must have been the most global thing ever. KFC. KFC was my second guess. They love chicken oh, there. Yeah, they do chicken. Yeah. Which fast food chain has the most locations in the world? Definitely McDonald's. It's wrong again. No way. That is Subway, and I did fact check that one myself because I thought McDonald's too. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Subway. 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 I don't even remember seeing a Subway in Canada before. Eat fresh. I thought recently. Yeah. How many spots are on the Domino's pizza logo? Because Domino's has a domino on it. Yeah. Three? That is right. That is Three. right. That is a good guess. I'm a visual person. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to give the answer away to this one yet, but which chain is known for their Grand Slam meal? Oh, that is uh, Denny's. When you said you were a visual person, I was like, how do you feel when you walk into this place? Usually <laughs> <laughs> at 2 a.m., you're kind of, you know, just getting old, trying to sober up or something. It's always a bad time at I Denny's. want to get that, that Grand Slam meal. That's just so much food. It's amazing. <laughs> What is the most common pizza topping besides cheese? Pepperoni. That is correct. What is Dunkin' Donuts' slogan? Dunkin' Donuts' slogan? Uh, I actually don't know. Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> Holy moly and Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> These are both really good slogans. They should be paying you. It is America runs on Dunkin'. Oh, America runs on Dunkin'. I, I feel That's like funny. our fans are kind of going to roast you for that one. Because... Yeah. You gotta know, you gotta know, like, I don't... Donuts are way too sweet. I don't drink coffee. There's just almost no reason for me ever to go to Dunkin' Donuts. I think they'll still roast you. Oh, like they roasted coffee. <laughs> All right. We're down to the last three, and then we'll yeah. tally it up for the listeners here. How many ice cream flavors does Baskin Robbins have? I know. We never go to Baskin Robbins. Stupid place. Oh, like a Baskin Robbins store? Yeah. Just everything that exists as Baskin Robbins. Yeah. A Baskin Robbins store. I I feel like it must be in the twenties. Twenty four. Thirty one. Thirty one. Okay. And I feel like that's the kind of thing that they're gonna change the number anytime they make a new flavor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Which ice cream treat is Dairy Queen famous for? The Blizzard. That is correct. Yeah. And for the final question. Which fast food chain actually got its start in a Shell gas station? Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, as it should. It is KFC. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. In a Shell gas station. So for our listeners out there, let us know how you did on the easy, medium, and hard. Those were the real questions there. Um, just to recap what the scores were here for Steve. He got uh, a perfect score on the easy. 
he got 7 out of 10 on the medium. And on the hard, he got 3 out of 6. So still pretty good. Those questions were really difficult. I, I should have been given all, all the mediums too. You know, yeah. challenge all of that. And, and the referee's biased. And I can't can't do anything about that. You yeah. know, so. So you get – so – for the points, guys, it's a hundred. It's ten points for the first set, twenty points for medium, thirty for hard. So Steve got a hundred for the first. He got a hundred forty for the second, and then ninety for the hard. Now he did get extra credit, but he wasted two challenge flags, and those challenge flags negate the extra credit. What? What? The I thought the challenge was going to be negative. I thought you could. They just, I just didn't. I lost the challenges. What? No, no, they're negative. So if you guys keeping it home, and... Wolf just came in at the end over here. That's that's how it. To beat me, that's how it always feels when when you're like doing your taxes or whatever. They're just the numbers just rolling up, and you're like, what? How are these calculations happening? <laughs> All right. So he got a hundred for the first round, hundred forty for the second, and ninety for the third. So that's three fifty. So if you guys got three. Better than 350, let us know. That's a pretty high score. I'm not gonna lie. That was that was probably higher than I would have gotten when I went through these. So they were pretty good. Good job, Steve. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And for thank the fast you. food. That hot dog is not a sausage. Well, the name for hot dog isn't for sausage, it's for Frankfurter. Yeah. That's what the name is. Yeah. So I hope you guys did did just as well. The fast food ones were just for fun. They were ones that we found. Um, and if you guys remember a few episodes ago, we did, which seems like a lifetime ago, we did the uh, chicken sandwich challenge. Um, do you want to give a quick summary of it, Steve, of what we did there? The chicken sandwich challenge? Yeah. Yeah, we just went to a bunch of the new, re the, the not new restaurants, but a bunch of fast food restaurants that were claiming to have the new chicken sandwich compete with Popeye's new chicken sandwich. And then we rated them on how well they were in comparison to each other. And it was just based on whatever they sold you basic is how we did it. So it didn't matter about if, if one came with condiments, it came with condiments. If one didn't, it didn't. And that's that, that was just the way the cookie crumbles for it. Yeah. Right. And so as Steve mentioned, Popeye's, won. Popeyes did win. And yeah. it did have a great sandwich. Um, as Steve mentioned, Burger King, Taco Bell, Subway, and I think KFC. We also haven't done KFC. All came out with new chicken sandwiches. So we will go back and try these for you guys. But we're gonna have to make it into a full episode because now that you have like seven sandwiches. It's, oh, we're gonna re-get the other ones too. I think I think what we'll do for this next one is we'll step up our game. We will we will maximize the quality of the sandwich. So for the first time, and let me just be clear: the first time, I think the first three places that we did McDonald's, uh, Popeyes, and Chick-fil-A were mo the most popular by far. Anyway, like if somebody wanted a chicken sandwich, you'd go there. So those chickens is really what we were comparing. Now we're going to get into the second tier. You know, you don't go to all these places for chicken sandwiches. Usually these other ones. Taco Bell for a chicken sandwich. Yeah. But I think we should order them the best we can, the best chance. And then okay. we'd line them up. 
Now this is going to have to be a multi-day exercise, and we'll have to come up with fake we'll criteria. Do it all in one sitting. That sounds terrific. But yes, we'll figure something out. So you guys look podcasting from the toilet. <laughs> But you guys should look forward to that. And if you guys have had chicken sandwiches, let us know because I'd also be interested to know what other people like, but then what they put on it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Cool. So thank you everybody for joining today. Thank you for those who joined the live stream. Um, we are Creativity Level Zero on Twitch every Thursday from 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, we are uh, twitch.tv slash creativity level than the zero sign the zero number um and then on podcast we're we're just at creativity level zero and then on instagram we're at creativity underscore level underscore zero um so thank you guys for joining thanks guys